Today we got a story time of a kid who claims that he saw an Enderman in real life. Leave a like in the video to claim your free nothing, subscribe, and let's jump right into it. So we're going to call the subscriber who sent in today's story, we're going to call him Billy. Anyways, right, one day Billy was in class when this kid ran up to him. We're going to call this kid Brian, and Brian is the Minecraft kid in this story. Brian runs up to him as they're ending class. Brian is completely late that day. The teacher looks at Brian and he's like, Brian, where were you today? And Brian's like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Davenport. That's just a name we'll say. I'm sorry, Mr. Davenport. Like, I won't do it again. I won't be late again. And he just goes up to Billy. He's like, Billy. Billy, you won't believe what I saw today. And, you know, Brian's, or, you know, Billy's just looking at Brian like, dude, calm down. Like, relax. What? Like, what did you see? And Brian just looks at Billy. He's like, Billy, you're not going to believe me, man. You're not going to believe me. And Billy's like, chill out. Just, just tell me what you saw and we'll figure this out together. And Brian just looks at Billy and he's like, I don't know how to say it, man, but I, I, I and, you know, Billy looks at him, he's like, dude, just spit it out, like, you're good, like, don't worry about it, like, I'm not gonna judge you, I just wanna hear what you have to say, like, I know that you're obviously pretty distressed right now, and there's probably a reason why you're late today, and, you know, eventually Brian's like, fine, you're gonna laugh at me, but just listen to me, he's like, Billy? And Billy looks at him, yes, Brian, Billy? I saw an Enderman today, and Billy just kinda gives him this look of, like, bro, for a second, Billy was like, all right, this guy's trying to prank me. Like, he's gone a long way to, like, do this prank. Like, he's late for class. He's, like, putting on a really good act. And then Billy's starting to realize that it's actually more likely that he's not trying to prank him. And he just saw something that he thought was an Enderman. And, you know, Brian's like, dude, you have to believe me on this one. And Billy's like, Brian, Endermen aren't real. Why would I believe you? And Brian's like, dude, I saw it. Like, why do you think I'm so freaked out? Why do you think I was late today? And Billy's like, all right, all right, all right, relax. Calm down, chill out, you're good. Like, let's just talk about this rationally. And Brian's like, I, I don't want to talk about it rationally. You know what? You know what? At this point, right, a lot of kids have started to, like, stop because, like, the class was over by the time that Brian came in, practically. And kids were leaving the room. However, you know, Brian and Billy were kind of yelling at each other. And so some of the kids were stopping, so they're kind of making a circle around the two. And Brian was like, you know what? Anyone who doesn't believe me, tomorrow I will take you to the spot where I saw the Enderman, and I will prove it to you. I will prove it that he is real. And, you know, Billy's like, all right, like, okay, sure. Sure, Brian, that's cool. Yeah, show me this Enderman. Yeah, sure, okay. So Brian then goes on to say, actually, he says, you know what? Actually, today, after school, if you want to see the Enderman with me, wait, like, don't get picked up by your parents. Tell them you have to wait a little bit longer, and we're going to walk to the park where I saw it, all of us, so that you can bear witness to what I saw. Anyone who doesn't want to come, don't stay after school, but if you do, stay after school. I'll be here to any of you guys who aren't too scared. At this point, right, Billy's like, all right, like, I got nothing better to do. I'm not trying to do my homework. And, like, there are definitely some other kids that were going to show up. So Billy's like, you know what? Whatever. I'll spend an hour out of my afternoon. That's fine. So later at lunch, Billy was eating, and uh, sure enough, Brian comes up to him. And in Billy's mind, he's like, all right, so Brian's definitely, like, he's either telling me that he was overreacting or he's pulling the plug of the prank, which this is obviously a prank. And sure enough, right, you know, Brian comes up to Billy, and, you know, Billy's just looking at him, kind of waiting for whatever response he has, you know, that's coming. And Brian looks at Billy, you know, square in his eyes and says, 
I just want to make sure you're mentally prepared for what you're about to see later today. And Billy was a little taken aback because he was sure. He was like 95% confident that Brian was coming to like confess to him that he made the whole thing up and that he doesn't actually want like people to wait after school. But no, sure enough, you know, Brian was doubling down on his claims that he actually saw an Enderman and that they're real or whatever. And Billy's like, all right, like, okay, man, I'm sure I won't be too scared. Don't worry about me. I'm not the one you need to worry about here. And Brian's like, all right, good. I just, you know, I couldn't, you know, morally rest if I didn't think, if I didn't prepare you for what you're about to see. And Billy would just kind of gave him this look of like, all right, dude, sure. Go, like, fine. All right. <laughs> Challenge accepted, man. Like, okay, that's fine. And sure enough, right after school, Billy's waiting there with about, like, four or five other kids that, you know, overheard the situation, overheard Brian say stay after school to see the Enderman, and also were in the same boat as Billy as not believing Brian at all, but also having nothing better to do. And, you know, eventually, you know, Brian gets there, and he's like, all right, so we got, you know, five brave people willing to, you know, see what I saw today. He's like, you guys are going to seem so foolish. Like, you guys are going to just, like, forget. He said, you know what? Don't beg for forgiveness right away. Wait until we leave. Wait until we're safely away from the Endermen. We don't want to, like, yeah, I don't know, aggravate it or something. So just, you know, beg for forgiveness later, not when we're there, please. And Billy just looks at him like, dang, this kid's confident. Like, all right, man, I promise I will not beg for forgiveness there. I got you, bro. I got you on that one. And with that being said, they started to walk towards the park. The Enderman Park or whatever, like Brian was trying to say, right? Real quick, if you made it this far into the video, comment Enderman down below. I'm going to heart a bunch of comments to say Enderman. I can't heart all the comments, but I will do my very best to heart as many as I can. And also, if you want to submit stories like this and be featured on the channel, my Instagram is Connor Pugs. It's in the description if you want to see how that's spelled. Also, feel free to follow me there, even if you're not going to submit a story. I like followers. It makes me look cool. Anyways, right, eventually, Billy, Brian, and the four other kids... They're walking over to the park, and Brian is like, all right, real quick, Enderman 101, we gotta go over the procedure. Billy just gives him a look like, bro, are you serious? And Brian's like, while I don't know this for a fact, I'm going to assume that Endermen function very similarly in real life to as they function in Minecraft. So whatever you do, and he like stops walking to make this point, like he stops in his tracks to like be, at, to make this point as poignant as possible. Whatever you do, Brian continues, do not look the Enderman in the eyes directly. If you do, they're going to come and destroy us all. Like, we don't have a shot against an Enderman. We're not in diamond armor. We're not, we're not in nothing, right? And Billy's just like, once again, he's kind of laughing. He's just like, I, I, bro, I, I, dude, that's fine. I got you. This Enderman we're going to see, right? All right, I won't look it in the eyes. Now let's see this Enderman. And Brian's like, all right, I feel like I prepared you guys, you know, properly for this. Just realize that, you know, if, if we don't make it back or if only one of us or a few of us makes it back, we need to tell our respective parents that, you know, the ones that did not make it back love them. And B Billy was like, dude, come on. Like, first of all, there's no Enderman. Let, let's keep it a stack. I don't know what you're going to show us, but there's no Enderman. Second of all, Bro, stop being over dramatic here. But anyways, right? Billy's like, "All right, man. All right, let's see the Enderman." And Brian's like, "All right, moment of truth. 
this is what you guys have been waiting for. Because they eventually, you know, when he says that, they reach, like, the gate of the park. And Brian was like, earlier today, you know, yeah, I was supposed to be in class, but I wasn't really feeling it. So I decided to go walk in the park. I, I just need to clear my mind. And while I was walking, like, I saw in the corner of my, uh, of my eye this big, long, dark figure that was buzzing. And it, was, it looked like an Enderman, man. I, I could hear it. I could hear it zipping around. I, I, I could feel its presence. And I just got out of there as quickly as possible. And I, I just ran directly back to school. I mean, it was like a 20-minute run, too. And I got to class late. But I know what I saw. And you're going to see it, too. At this point, you know, like, Billy's like, so you didn't even get a good look at it? And Brian turned to him and said, Billy... If I got a good look at it, I wouldn't be standing here right now because the first rule of Enderman contact is if you stare at it, you're a goner. Did you not hear what I said just a second ago? And Billy's like, I, <laughs> I, Brian, okay, I got you. So eventually they get to the park. Billy, Brian, and the other four walk in, and Brian just stops. And he's like, visibly very scared. And Billy looks at him, he's like, Brian... What is it now? And Brian's like, I, 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 I see it. I, I see it in the corner of my eye. Nobody look. Nobody turn their heads. Don't do it. You'll all perish. And Brian, like, legitimately was very scared at this point. But Billy, you know what? He was like, you know what? I'm going to take the risk. If there's actually an Enderman there, well, that's unlucky for me. But I'm going to make the assumption that there's not. And sure enough, right, Billy turns his head, and what does he see? He sees a tall, lanky, darkish tree. Billy just turns around and he says, Brian, there's no Enderman there. He's like, dude, what did I say about looking? And Billy's like, dude, you can look. He's like, I don't trust you. And Bo Billy is a little like hurt by that. He's like, you don't trust me? Like, I literally just looked there. So Billy put both of his arms on Brian, forcefully turned him around. And Brian was like, ah. And then his like scream was cut short as he realized that there was nothing there but a tree. <laughs> and Brian was like, oh, my fault. Subscribe if you haven't already. Drop a like in the video, then click on one of the four videos you see on the screen right now to support the channel. Thank you. Today peace. we got a story time of a Minecraft kid who thought Endermen were real and did a presentation on them in front of everyone in class. The teacher's reaction to this was actually hilarious. Leave a like on the video to claim your free nothing, subscribe, and let's get right into it. So we're going to call the subscriber who sent in today's story, we're going to call him Ethan. I got the name from the comment section. Anyways, right, so Ethan, he was in second grade, and his class was doing a presentation on any animal of their choice from the prehistoric era. So that means, I don't know, you, you got your dinosaurs, you got your whatever, right? Any kind of like dinosaur type animal and the thing was right the teacher probably made a bit of a mistake because the teacher did not vet like what animal you chose obviously like the teacher chose like taught an entire unit on like dinosaurs and pterodactyls, all those types of animals right um and you know he kind of just at the end of the unit he wanted to have kind of like a fun presentation type thing where you would choose an animal and then you would go ahead and do your own research this was like the first kind of project that these kids ever had where they had to you know go ahead and do their own research um online uh you know this was this was very recent so you know this wasn't many years ago when online was a lot harder and a lot more you know obscure and they had access to computers at the library during class period for you know the next couple class periods or they could also do research at home, but if they didn't have access to a computer at home, they had access to one at the library. But anyways, right, the teacher did not vet which animals they chose. And there was a kid in Ethan's class, and he was 
the Minecraft kit. He did nothing but play Minecraft all day, and bro, I'm just saying Minecraft is not a bad game at all. I mean, look at the gameplay I have in the background of this video. The game is obviously fire. And the Minecraft kid, we're gonna call him Jeff. Also got that name from the comment section, so leave a name you want me to use in the comments down below. But anyways, right, Jeff played a lot of Minecraft. And the thing was, right, Jeff believed that a lot of what was in Minecraft was actually real. I don't know about you, but for a little bit of time, I believed that dragons really did exist. Because I would hear about knights, I would hear about, like, medieval castles, which I knew also existed. And then I heard about dragons, and I just thought that they went extinct. So, hey man, I don't really blame Jeff. Like, especially since he was in second grade, he was playing Minecraft, and in Minecraft, there are skeletons. Skeletons really do exist. There are cows, there are chickens. And there also happened to be Endermen. He just thought Endermen existed at a you know at an earlier time, and that they were like existed in the prehistoric era, and that they must have went extinct with the dinosaurs. And the thing is, right, Ethan, the subscriber, wouldn't have known this before the fact, except for the fact that the teacher, you know, had, you know, a couple days before that they were done with the presentations, the teacher, you know, decided to mix things up and have them get into small groups. And he kind of said the, the names randomly, and, you know, the names happened to be Ethan, Jeff, you two are in a group. So Ethan and Jeff, you know, Ethan the subscriber and Jeff the Minecraft kid, they both go off to a table and they sit down, and the instructions were basically to talk about the animal you or the, the dinosaur, animal, whatever you chose, um, and just kind of like, I don't know, say what you've done so far, talk about what you want to do, and kind of just have a little conversation. Anyways, right, so Ethan and Jeff, they go around, they sit in the group, and then they start talking. And Ethan is the first one to talk, and he's doing, I don't know, a pterodactyl or something. And look, man, it's been a while since I've done my prehistoric history, so I can't tell you any specific details. But Ethan ex essentially explains the details he's learned so far, says what else he wants to learn, and then kind of explains how he's going to do his presentation. And anyways, right, Jeff starts talking about you know, the dinosaur or the animal from the prehistoric period that he wanted to cover. And, uh, you know, as Ethan was sitting there listening to what Jeff was saying, you know, he was kind of like doing a double take, bro. Like, Ethan was looking at Jeff like, did this kid just say what I thought he said? Because Jeff said, so I'm doing the Enderman and these things about, and then starts to list off information that he probably got from, like, Minecraft Wiki. Because, like, the thing is, dude, you can go on and, you know, the information you're supposed to get online and, like, he probably looked up Enderman facts and got it from the Minecraft Wiki. By the way, I used to be on the Minecraft Wiki, like, for, like, six hours a day when I was, like, in fifth grade, bro. Like, that was my place. But anyways, right, Ethan was just looking at him. And he's like, Jeff, are you, are you sure you can do that? And Jeff looks at him like, yeah, don't worry, I'm sure. Like, just no question about it. Like, yeah, no, of course, what are you even talking about? And so Ethan kind of looks at Jeff and is like, all right, bro, like, fair enough, I guess. Like, I, that's fine, fair enough, like, okay, sure. And Ethan in his head is just like, all right, this kid is going to get absolutely destroyed if he does a presentation on this in front of everyone. Like, no shot he's actually going to do it. Like, he has to be bluffing. He has to be bluffing, man. And anyways, right, sure enough, the time comes. Let's just skip right towards the day of the presentation, because that's when stuff gets really juicy. So the day of the presentation is when everything goes down, and it, basically it hits the fan, if you know what I mean. Real quick, though, if you made it this far into the video, comment Enderman down below. Uh, I'm going to try and heart a bunch of people that comment Enderman, but honestly, 
I've just been struggling to heart everyone's comments. So if you want a better chance of getting a heart, comment it like three to four times down below. And even if you don't get a heart, just know I still do appreciate you watching this far. I'm just kind of busy. And also, if you do want to send in a story, uh, send it to my Instagram, which is on screen, or just follow me there, because, like, that would be nice. Anyways, let's get to the actual day. What is going to happen when Jeff does a presentation on Enderman in front of the entire class? And this is, like, a very big part of his grade, by the way. This is, like, the big final assessment. But anyways, right, today is the day. Today is the day of the presentations. Everyone's sitting there. They're all kind of nervous because, like, this is kind of, like, a big deal. So Ethan is not really thinking about Jeff and his Enderman presentation at all because he has to think about his own. And people are going up there, and some people have a little poster. Some people have, like, a very simple slideshow. Remember, this is second grade. No one's doing anything crazy. No one's coming in with, like, a 50-page research paper, you know, that was confirmed by, like, a PhD board. Like, no, no, no. This very simple stuff, but obviously when you're in second grade, the simple stuff takes you a long time, and you feel pretty proud of it. But eventually, Ethan hears his name called, getting called. And Ethan goes up there. Ethan has, like, a three-point slideshow with photos and a bunch of bullet points. And by the, by the end of Ethan's presentation, you know, everyone's clapping. The teacher's a big smile on his face. And Ethan's feeling good. And Ethan has this, like, feeling of, like, ah, oh, man, like, I feel so good, man. Because, like, the thing is, this was, like, the last big presentation or the last big thing they had to do for the entire year. So Ethan was low-key done. It was, like, the feeling when you have, like, a big exam and you're just done with it and you know you're just done. And it's basically going to be fun stuff and then summertime, which means there's more fun stuff. So Ethan was sitting there feeling really good. Like, life is this good right now. And he starts to, like, think. And he's like, wait a minute. Jeff hasn't gone yet. I wonder if he does that Enderman presentation. That would be... He's not going to do that, man. Ethan's kind of sitting there, kind of like... He's still on that, like, that like happy high, and he's like, oh, that, that's so funny, man. Like, no shot he actually does that. And eventually, he's sitting there, and it's Jeff's turn to go up, and he watched Jeff walk up. And Jeff was doing a slideshow presentation, so Ethan's like, no way he actually does a presentation on Enderman. Right? And sure enough, right, you know, Ethan's sitting there, and Jeff goes up to the board gets up his presentation and on the he opens up the first slide and there's a photo a screenshot for minecraft of enderman and there's a big title saying enderman where did they come from what are their characteristics and it, and it, Jeff just starts talking man he just starts he's like all right so i did a pre i'm doing the enderman and so the Enderman were, and it starts going on about information. And Ethan immediately looks around the class. And everyone's faces are just, like, in complete shock. Because, like, okay, some people didn't actually know what Endermen were. Some, like, I don't know, some people didn't play Minecraft. But a lot of people at this point were very aware what Endermen were. And they were also quite aware that, dude, these are video game creatures. And the thing is, right, in a lot of cases, the teacher just wouldn't know what this was. However, the teacher had a like a son who was like i don't know seven years old young significantly younger than the kids here and the teacher would play minecraft with his son which honestly sounds really sick when i'm a dad i'm definitely gonna be playing so i'm gonna be rocking some minecraft with my kids like i don't care even if they don't want to they're playing minecraft with me no question about it no i'm just kidding but um <laughs> the teacher knew what an enderman was because he played minecraft with his son so the teacher's just looking at, like, Jeff with this kind of look of complete confusion. 
And, you know, Jeff is like, switches to the next slide, and he's like, all right, so here's some fun facts about the Enderman. So they actually have an ability to teleport and everyone at this point, like, some of the girls are just laughing, because, like, even if they don't know what Minecraft is, when they hear, like, this big creature can teleport, they're like, bro, what? What are you saying? And anyways, so the teacher's, like, interrupts him. He's like, Jeff? Jeff. What are you doing? And Jeff just has this, like, is really thrown off guard. And Jeff just looks at the teacher like, what do you mean? I'm, I'm doing my presentation. And, you know, the teacher is starting to realize that Jeff is not trying to be some funny guy here. And the teacher's just like, Jeff, you know we have to do a, you know, a presentation on a creature from the prehistoric period. And Jeff's like, yeah, I'm doing a presentation on a creature that went extinct and was probably around during the prehistoric period. And the teacher has the most interesting reaction. The teacher says, okay, continue on. Which some of you guys might have been thinking, oh, the teacher's definitely going to clown on this guy. However, right, you know, the teacher just lets him go. And Ethan is, like, completely, like, taken aback. He has no idea, like, why. And Ethan's so confused. And, you know, Jeff ends the presentation, and the teacher starts clapping, and everyone kind of confusingly claps as well. And they just have no idea, like, what is going on. And, you know, at the end, so more people go, right? It's a fun day. And by the end of the day, right, Ethan, you know, goes up to the teacher when everyone leaves the classroom, says, hey, can I talk to you for a second? So Ethan goes up to the teacher, and the teacher's like, yes, Ethan, like, uh, what do you want to know? And he says, oh, by the way, great, great presentation. And Ethan's like, oh, thank you. I, I, I just had a question about Jeff's presentation. And the teacher looks at him, and he's like, all right, I think I know your question is. And Ethan just kind of looks back, and, he, you know, the teacher says, yes. Jeff did a presentation on Endermen, which, you know, I know what they are. I play Minecraft my son. I know that they're not real. However, J Ethan... I don't think that Jeff did this maliciously. I think he genuinely believed that these creatures exist during the time. And even if he did research on a fictional creature, it's very apparent that he put in a lot of work. He put in as much, if not more, work than everyone else. And it just happened to be that the, you know, the information that he learned was not true. Ethan, if you think about the assignment, what did I want you guys to do? I wanted you to pick a creature, learn about it on your own, and then make a presentation organizing what you learned, and then present it in front of everyone. Jeff checked off all those boxes. It just happened to be that, you know, he was misled with the information that he got. I'm not going to punish him for that. And Ethan just looks at him like, oh, wow, okay. And, you know, the teacher's like, you know what? You know, like, you don't need to tell Jeff about this, like... He'll probably find out on his own. Uh, but all you need to know, Ethan, is you did a great job today. You'll be getting a great grade. And we'll be having a lot of fun for the rest of the semester. Subscribe if you haven't already. Drop a like and then click on one of the four videos on screen right now. Or just go and watch another video to support the channel. Thank today you, we got a story of another Minecraft kid who thinks Freddy Fazbear is actually out to get him. However, this story has a bit of a twist to it. And when I received it, I knew I had to tell it. So stick around. Leave a like on the video to claim your free nothing. Subscribe and let's get right into it. 
So we're gonna call the subscriber who sent in this story, we're gonna call him Benson. I got that name from the comment section, so leave it any names you want me to use down below in the comment section. But anyways, right, this is a story of Benson and his friend George, who is the, the Minecraft kid, but we're just gonna call him George from this point out. So this story started when Benson, the subscriber, and George, his friend, aka the Minecraft kid, who we're just gonna call George, they were out and it was like a Saturday and they were just playing at their local park. They both lived in the same neighborhood and they're parents allowed them to go out to the local park to, you know, to hang out, to like play with each other, whatever, ha having fun, right? And it was walking distance from both of their houses and uh, their parents kind of, they, they felt, uh, I don't know, confident enough to let them go out by themselves. Uh, you know, maybe they were mature enough. Maybe the parents just thought like, ah, oh, they'll be fine or whatever. But anyways, they were free to go out and hang out whenever they wanted to, as long as they told their parents before they left. And this all happened one Saturday night. Uh, it was kind of getting dark outside, the sun was going down, and Benson and George were kind of just chilling there at the park, kind of staying a little bit later than they usually did. And this is where things started to get, you know, where, where things started to go down, per se, right? So Benson, Benson and George, they were kind of just chilling. They were both sitting on the swing set, and they weren't, like, actively swinging that hard. They are kind of just sitting there talking about, like, I don't know, the next game they wanted to play or maybe a homework assignment. They were both in third grade, and they went to the same school, and they had the same class. So I don't know, man, maybe they were talking about some assignment or something. Either way, they were kind of talking and they heard a rustling in the forest because right next to the park is a big patch of woods. So maybe forest isn't the correct word, but there is a quite a few trees, and it was essentially a forest. I don't know if technically it falls in that definition, but then again, man, that's not my major, uh, majoring in forest studies. Uh, that was my second choice, but anyways, right, they, they heard a rustling coming from the forest, and they kind of assumed at first that it was like, because they looked over, right, it was getting dark, they're the only ones there, they wanted to make sure that it wasn't like a bear or maybe a deer or anything, and while a deer probably wouldn't charge them, they just wanted to see what it was, and when they looked over, they saw nothing, and they kind of just assumed that, I don't know, man, maybe it was a squirrel in the trees making that rustling sound. Maybe it was just like, I don't know, a branch falling or just something natural that really wasn't a threat at all. And so they, they, you know, they go back to their conversation, they're sitting on the swings, and that's when they hear, once again, this rustling sound coming from the forest. And this is when they start to, like, you know, look over again, because first time, maybe it's just a squirrel. I mean, maybe it still was just a squirrel, but if it was a tree branch falling the second time, I don't know, it just caught their attention, because it definitely sounded like something was kind of moving. And they didn't immediately think that, oh, it's something, like, scary or something they should be afraid of, but they just, you know, it caught their attention enough that they stopped talking to kind of look over, and while they didn't go over and necessarily investigate right away, they were kind of like, huh. I, I wonder what that was. And, you know, Benson looks over at George and is like, do you think that's a squirrel or something? And George is like, I don't know, man. Uh, it's, it's probably nothing, though. And as George was saying it's probably nothing, this time they heard an even bigger, like, crash. And this time it was very clear that there was, like, something moving around back there. And Benson's like, should we go investigate? And George is like, I don't know, man, if that's like a bear or something, maybe investigating is not the best idea. And George is, or Benson, the subscriber, is like, oh, come on, man, let's, let's just go in and see what it is. And by the way, uh, Benson put when he was writing up the story, and if you want to send me stories like the stories I've been telling, 
Instagram's in the description. Go follow me there, even if you're not going to send me stories because I like followers or whatever. But, you know, Benson, when he was writing this up to me, he added a little note saying, in general, do not do this. If you hear rustling or any kind of like potentially dangerous noise, do not do what every like main character in a horror, actually no, what every character that's assumed to be like game ended in a horror movie does is like, oh, let's go investigate the attic. Let's go investigate the basement. Also, let's split up and tell no one what we're doing. Yeah, uh, at least they didn't split up, right? But anyways, George eventually decided to go along with Benson, and they started to walk at least close to the edge of the woods. They weren't going to, like, sprint in there trying to figure it out, but they wanted to get at least close enough to the woods to figure out what was making this noise. So when Benson and George got closer to the edge of the woods, they heard it again, and then they kind of saw that, like, they, because, you know, you can kind of hear where something is coming from. They looked at kind of a cluster of trees that was somewhat close to them, but also a little bit reserved into the, into the forest. And they heard another, like, kind of this, another branch crack, kind of sounding like something was, like, moving, almost intentionally moving. And, you know, Benson, like, kind of, like, he doesn't yell out, but he says pretty loudly, he's like, George, look, over there, I think that's where the noise is coming from. So they both look over to this cluster of trees. And this is where the thing that, like, is kind of crazy happens. It, it all gets explained later on. This is going to sound like some, I don't know, some scientific, like, some sci-fi story that's made up. But it all makes sense in just a second. Don't worry. Because when they look over to that cluster of trees, what they see completely shocks them. They see kind of like, they see a bit of a shape behind the trees. And they're kind of confused, like, what it is. And as they're looking at the cluster of trees, they see this big kind of, like, Freddy Fazbear head kind of pop out and just stare at them. And at this point, right, they're both like standing there completely in shock because they know what, you know, Five Nights at Freddy's is. They've played the game. They've, you know, they've seen people play the game. And, you know, they've heard like internet rumors about it being an actual location and about how these things actually exist and how Scott Cawthon based this on like reality or whatever. But they never did believe it. But once they saw this, they were both completely shocked and Benson just looks at George, and they turn around and sprint, the fastest these two have ever ran. So when Benson and George sprint, like, really far out of there, like, they're out of the park, and they're, like, a good five-minute walk away from the park at this point, they both kind of stop, they catch their breath, and after about, like, a minute of catching their breath, they just look at each other, and Benson goes to George, he's like, I, man, I... I think I saw something, but I, 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 I must have been seeing it incorrectly. And George just looks at Benson like... I mean, I th if you saw what I saw, then, like, we both weren't hallucinating, and if we were hallucinating, we probably weren't hallucinating the exact same thing. And Benson says, so you saw a Freddy head. And George is like, yeah, it, it makes no sense. Like, he isn't real, but I, I saw what I saw. And Benson and George are just came so rattled by this that, they're, you know, Benson and George are like, hey, man, or George is like, hey, let's just go back, let's go to bed lock our doors at night and let's just talk about this tomorrow because it was getting it was getting pretty late it was getting dark and they were pretty sure that their parents wanted them back home anyways so the next day rolls around and oh by the way they, they don't tell their parents because like oh i saw a video game creature head you know in the park if his parents heard that or any of their parents heard that they'd probably be like all right our kid is not sleeping enough or like all right uh this kid needs some help bro like he saw a video game creature in the park 
something's probably up. But anyways, right, the next day rolls around at school and, you know, they're, you know, they're sitting at like a lunch table and it's Benson, George, and some other kids from the neighborhood. And this one kid from the neighborhood, uh, we're just going to call Ben because he doesn't really, you know, come into play that much often or after this point, uh, or at least I don't need to use his name. So we're calling him Ben because that's the name I give to everyone. He's sitting at the table and he's like, I saw something really weird yesterday. And at this point, right, Benson and George look at each other, and then they look at Ben, and they're like, oh, what do you mean? Like, go on. Because they don't want to say that they saw, like, a video game character at the park, because that would be ridiculous. But they look at him, and, you know, Ben goes on to say, I, I was at the park, and I was just there by myself, and I I I I this is really weird, but I don't know how to say it, but, you know, I heard something coming from the woods, and Benson and George just look at him. And then Benson goes, did you see a... Uh, a, a Freddy Fazbear head by any chance? And Ben's eyes just go super wide. He's like, yes, like, I didn't think anyone would believe me. Like, what do you mean by that? Like, did you see him too? And he's like, yeah. Ben's uh, like, a George and I, we're at the park, and we heard something, and w we didn't believe what we saw, but we both saw it, so it had to be true. And Benson, George, and, you know, Ben, and the other kids at the table, because, like, one or two other kids had a similar experience since they all live in the same neighborhood, and this was a very popular park, they all came together, and they're like, all right, let's think about this logically. There is most likely not actually a real Freddy Fazbear. Like, we're just going to assume that he's not actually real. And by the way, comment Freddy down below right now. I will be hearting a bunch of random people who comment that. It just shows to me that you made it this far into the video, and I really do appreciate it. Anyways, though, they all sit at the table and they're like, all right, reasonably, he's not real. However, we all saw the same thing, so we definitely saw something. So they sat down there and they decided to concoct up a plan to investigate, you know, the situation and try and lure this, like, Freddy or whoever this is out of the woods and to actually figure out what is going on. So they wait till the end of school and then after school... They all kind of like meet up a little bit outside the park, but also out of the view of the park. So nobody in the park or in the woods, whoever that might be, maybe it's, you know, a person or an animatronic, who even knows at this point, could see them meeting up. So they meet up and they're like, all right, who's going to be bait again? And Benson says, all right, I'll be the bait. And George decides to stay on the other team. And the only reason we have both perspectives on this is that uh, Benson and George, or George, Benson, the subscriber, submitted the story, but George gave him the account from, you know, what he couldn't see. But anyways, right, the plan is Benson is going to go into the park, and he's going to see if, like, anything, like, because maybe, like, people being there would trigger whoever is in there to kind of make noise and try and come out. However, the other team, which is basically everyone else at the, at the lunch table, so that means George, Ben, and the other kids who were there, are going to be kind of secretly not in sight, but they're going to be like sneaking up a little bit into the forest. Some of, them are gonna, some of them are, are going to be like perched outside of the park. Essentially, right, they're going to stay hidden incognito while trying to figure out, you know, who is behind all of this. The idea is that Benson will lure them out or at least, you know, have their attention on Benson. And then the other kids will be able to get in an ideal position to see who is actually behind this. So Benson is sitting on the swings. He's the bait, by the way. And he's sitting on the swings and he hears a crack. And he's starting to get a little bit nervous because like, hey man, uh, being the bait is not always the greatest role in these types of things. So Benson is sitting there and he hears another crack and in the corner of his, of, of his eye, he looks over to see like, he kind of like, tries to visualize like where he saw you know the freddy guy before 
and he kind of looks over there, and since he can't really look, like, with his whole head or can't turn his entire head without blowing his cover or making it look like he's trying to bait him, right, he can, he only kind of, like, slowly shifts his eyes over, and he looks at that patch of forest, and sure enough, it's blurry, but he can see the outline of kind of like a, you know, the Freddy head, once again, peeping out. And he just continues to sit there as if he doesn't notice to try and like keep, like give the other people time to figure out who's actually behind this. And you know, the, the guy, or at least there, there's more noise coming from that side of the woods. The assumption is that the guy in the Freddy, or if it actually is Freddy, spoiler, it's not, but the guy in the Freddy suit, whatever, is trying to, like, get his attention. So, you know, Benson is sitting there on the swings. He's hearing more noise coming from that section. And at some point, right, you know, he's going to eventually turn and look. However, Benson is also constantly looking at this area that's kind of far away. It's out of the view of the forest, but it's in view of Benson sitting on the swing. And he looks there, and he sees George. George is not the one sitting on the swing, but George is the one who did part of the investigation. And George is giving him the thumbs up single signal. It, by the way, one thing that they added was when the investigation team had gotten what they needed, you know, they were to give the thumbs up so that Benson could, you know, walk away from the swing set and know when he's basically done with his part of the deal. So Benson gets up, he gets off the swings, and he walks out of the park. And they all meet up again. And Benson's like, all right, so like, what did you guys find? and George and the others told their findings. George goes on to say, while you were distracting whoever was behind there, Benson, we were able to get around and look at, like, look into the forest at all these different angles without being detected. And sure enough, we all saw what we saw before, a Freddy head. However, the rest of the body was a human body. And we got, one of us was able to get closer, points to Ben, right? And he's like, one of us was able to get closer and confirm who it was. George points to Ben and Ben kind of stands up. He's like, I was able to get close enough and I recognized the outfit. And he said the name of who wore the outfit at school that day. And they all knew who this was. This was a kid in one grade above them who is notorious for bullying kids and especially kids that were younger than him. They all knew who it was at this point and they realized that the school bully would bought this like Freddy Fazbear costume or at least the head part and knew that everyone, especially the kids in the grade below him, which were them, really enjoyed the park. So he would wait out after school and scare anyone who came. Ben, George, and Benson and the other kids did eventually get revenge on this bully, but I'm going to save that from a, for another part. I don't normally like doing the part one and part two like on TikTok. That's very annoying. However, I don't want to make these videos too long, and also I can't make them too long because of my own software restrictions. But anyways... Make sure to subscribe to see the part two, leave a like on the video, and then click one of the four videos on screen right now slash watch another video to support the channel. Peace. Today's story is about when the subscriber who sent in this story convinced his younger brother and his friends that Siren Head was real and then pulled a massive prank on them and it was quite funny. Leave a like in the video to claim your free nothing, subscribe, and let's jump right into it. So we're going to call the subscriber Owen. I got that name from the comment section down below. So leave a name in the comments you want me to use. Anyways, right, so this all happened because Owen wanted to get revenge on his little brother. And his little brother, we're going to call him Steve, but I might just refer to him as the little brother. Anyways, right, so a couple days ago, Steve did something against the subscriber Owen that made Owen pretty mad. So essentially, right, Owen had a 
pretty decently large schoolwork assignment that he had to do, and the family only had one computer that they kind of all used, and essentially, right, Steve decided to kind of hog the computer for the entire day playing Minecraft the entire time, when Owen really just needed to get on for a little bit to just, you know, to finish up a Word document or whatever to, you know, turn into school. And for some reason, right, you know, Steve was just not letting him get on, and, you know, Steve and Owen's parents were out for a little bit, so they weren't able to, you know, kick Steve off, and Steve would refuse to, like, you know, to let Owen on, even for a second. And for that reason, right, Owen was only able to get on and, like, edit his Word document for school only for a little bit very late at night, and for that reason, you know, the, the document wasn't that good, and Owen didn't get the greatest grade that he wanted, and probably not as good of a grade that he would have gotten if he was able to get on earlier. So for that reason, right, Owen is pretty upset, Owen is pretty mad, and he wants to get revenge against Steve, his little brother. And, you know, Owen's, like, a couple years older, and I think Owen's in, like, fourth grade or whatever, Steve might be in second or first. But anyways, right... Owen knows that Steve is having friends over in a couple days, so he sits down in his room and thinks to himself, hmm, I gotta pull a prank on Owen, or on Steve. I gotta get him back somehow. Anyways, right, so Owen the subscriber was sitting in his room, and he's thinking to himself, I need to get back at Steve, like, I need to figure out a way. And he was sitting there, and then a, a little bit of an idea started to cross his mind. He remembered that he saw not too long ago on the internet... Uh, this kind of this urban legend of the siren head. Basically, if you don't know, it's like this big, scary monster thing that appears and makes this very distinctive sound. Uh, if you want to go look it up, that's totally up to you. I don't want to play it if it's too scary for you guys. But anyways, right, it, it, it's a pretty cool internet legend, but it's also a pretty scary one as they go. And, and uh, you know, Owen was sitting there. He's like, "How? okay, why did I think of this? Why did my brain make me think of, like, oh, I should think of this for, like, the, you know, the prank or whatever. And then it came to Owen. He knew exactly what he needed to do. Step one was wait. Because he had to wait until, like, you know, Steve had his friends over. And also, while he was waiting, you know, set up the proper equipment and get together the story for part two. Next, part two. When Steve and his friends come over, casually start talking about Siren Head to them. And then kind of convince them that Siren Head is real. And even if they don't aren't to like totally convinced that Siren Head is real and they're like, oh, you're just messing with us, at least remind them or make sure that they know what his distinctive sound sounds like. So that when they hear that sound, they'll be alerted. Step three, wait until very late at night. Because one thing that, you know, have Owen knew was that his parents were not going to be back for quite a while, right? Even though, you know, kids were coming over, sleeping over at the house. For some reason, all the parents were okay with them kind of just chilling there. I, I mean, I can't really explain that part of the story, but it is what it is. So basically, right, make it late at night so they've all gone to bed, but before the parents get back. And during that time period, sneak out of bed. I mean, he'll be sleeping in a different room than the other kids in the sleepover, right? Kind of quietly get out of bed and then play the siren song, like the siren head song. It's very distinctive. It's very creepy if you've not already listened to it. You can go ahead and listen to it if you want to. But anyways, right, that was the plan to prank them. And let's see if it actually worked out. So anyways, right, Steve and his friends, a couple days later, you know, Steve has his friends over. And at this point, right, they're kind of sitting at the kitchen table. Their, their mom made, like, pizza pre-made or whatever. Uh, speaking of pizza, I'm pretty hungry. But the mom made pizza beforehand just so that they'd have something to eat when they got back because his mom was out for the moment. 
and, you know, they're sitting there, and Owen casually drops, like, oh, you guys know what Siren Head is? Some of them, you know, shake their head no. A few of them nod their head yes, and they're like, oh, it's that thing on, like, the internet or whatever. And Owen is like, oh, you, you know it's not just a thing on the internet, right? You know it's actually, you know, legit. And one of the kids is very convinced. He's like, oh, are you serious? And the other one's like, no, dude. Like, it's obviously fake. It's like, it's online. It's just an internet meme. And, you know, so Owen has kind of predicted this. Owen was aware that they probably wouldn't have just been convinced just by the fact of him saying, oh, Siren Head is real, especially if they knew there was an internet meme. And Owen, like, turned to the guys, and he's like, I thought that was the... I, I felt the same way before. He's like, I saw it on the internet, I thought it was kind of spooky, but I didn't think much more of it until my friend... Do, do you remember Ben? Uh, once again, I'm just using Ben as... The, it, it's If you've been on the channel for a while, you know Ben is the name I use whenever I don't have a name. So he's like, remember my friend Ben? And essentially, right, you know, Steve and his friends kind of nodded because Ben was, you know, one of Owen's friends back in the day, but Ben had to move way across the country. And, you know, Owen was looking at them, he's like... You know, Ben and I talked a couple days ago, and he was telling me about how out in the country, because he was kind of in the countryside, you know, a lot more like they were living in more of a city, uh, or Ben moved to the countryside, and Owen was like, he was telling me about some stuff that was happening out there. And he said that, you know, one night he was walking out in the fields, and he was kind of late. He was out just kind of like messing around, playing playing out there because he used to be in the city too because he lived where, you know, Owen was living. And Ben was having some fun exploring the countryside. But he also let time kind of slip away. And if you guys don't know, when the sun sets, the sun sets really quickly. And it was getting dark. And and Owen looks at them. He's like, and, and then he said that, you know, he heard this sound, the, the siren sound. And it was kind of this long, monotonous wailing that kind of, you know, he heard it before, and that's when he realized that it sounded just like something he saw online. And, you know, he got really freaked out because that's a pretty scary sound to hear when it's getting dark out late at night. And he's like, oh, wow, like, I, I'm kind of freaking out. Like, so right, Ben, you know, he's, he starts running back. And as he's running back home, he makes a wrong turn, and he finds himself in this, like, a big abandoned field or whatever. And, you know, he looks out in the distance, and it's a very flat field. In the middle of the country, there's a lot of kind of flat terrain. And he looks very far down, and he sees on the horizon this big, long, lanky figure that had kind of this siren head and had to be at least 50, 60 feet tall. Of course, right, Ben immediately ran in the other direction, and after, like, a lot of panicked running, he eventually found his way home. And let me just say, Ben did not go wandering after dark after that time. So Owen finished up telling that story, which if you don't know, that story was, you know, he fabricated it to make it more believable. And the one kid who was like kind of snarky and like, he's obviously an internet thing. This kid was still like, yeah, right. I think your friend Ben is just trying to mess with you. But obviously, you know, the other kids were like really like, like they're all shaken and like, oh my God, they all look kind of nervous. And even the kid that was like, putting on a front about being like, yeah, man, that's obviously fake. Truth is, he was also pretty scared and rattled by the story. Even if he wasn't 100% convinced by it, let me just say that if he was to, and I'm not saying he does, wink, wink, but if he was to hear the siren head noise late at night, later that night, right? Like when it was like 11 o'clock and it's all dark outside. Yeah, he might have been a little bit scared, even if he didn't believe in it, quote unquote, you know? So anyways, right? On to part two, the actual prank. 
Real quick, drop a like and then comment siren head down below. That's kind of the secret word of the day. I just like seeing how many people made it this far and I'll try and heart a bunch of those comments. So yeah, comment siren head and maybe even comment it one or two times just to make it like easier or more likely that I'll see it and give you a heart. Anyways, back to part two of the story, which is the actual prank. Anyways, right, so Owen doesn't say anything else about siren head for the rest of the night as he doesn't want to make it seem suspicious, right? Because he already had a pretty big like speed about it he doesn't want to make it seem like he's trying to pull a prank or like set up for a prank or whatever and you know you know steve and his friends have like a decently good night and uh yeah eventually you know they get tired around 10 10 30 and you know they go to their bed you know they turn off the lights however right when owen went back to his room he turned off the lights to make it seem convincing but what he actually did was he snuck out of his room and began to prepare for the massive prank so essentially, right, Owen goes into his, gets out of his bed, sitting in there for like 10 minutes or so, goes into his closet as quietly as possible and gets out his speaker. He goes in, pairs the speaker with his phone, and quiet, as quietly as possible, walks downstairs and then walks down to the basement. He goes into the basement and he places the speaker down there, turn, make sure that the lights are kind of like, has a, a kind of a hidden place, but he kind of knows that if scary sounds are coming from the basement, bro, no one is investigating that. <laughs> no one is investigating the basement, dude. That's the last place they're going to go. But anyways, right, he puts the speaker in the basement and makes sure his phone is still connected and walks upstairs. You might be thinking, oh, what if his phone disconnects? He actually tested it the day before. That was part of part one, making sure that everything worked. And sure enough, for some reason, right, maybe the way his house was like the walls were thin enough or his phone was good enough or some combination of the two, his phone stayed connected even when he went back into his room. And so he goes back into his room, shuts his door quietly, locks it, sits in bed, and then goes to his phone and turn and like gets up a file. I don't know if it's on Spotify, SoundCloud, if he downloaded a file or something. And sure enough, right, the siren head sounds, the really creepy ones that, like, he was talking about earlier in that fake story he told to, like, kind of, like, prep them for the siren head or whatever. He had a copy of that, and sure enough, he played it. And so, like, it wasn't super blaring loud because it was from the basement, but it was loud and clear enough that, you know, they could hear exactly what was going on. So, right, Steve and his friends were asleep, but they were starting to wake up. You know, Owen was sitting in his room and he heard like, like Steve and his friends from his room start to whisper, start to talk. And they were like, oh my God, what is that? What's that noise? Like, what, what are we hearing? Right. And sure enough, right. You know, Owen is sitting in his bed, kind of like pretending to be asleep as he hears his door slam open. And Steve is like, Owen, what's going on? And Owen kind of like gets up, pretends to be extra groggy as if he was just awoken from like a pretty good nap. And Owen's like, man, what are you talking about? And Steve's like, listen, listen, I, I think it's the siren head you were talking about earlier. I, I didn't want to believe you. I didn't want to believe your friend. But I, I think he's, I, I think he wasn't, I think he's telling the truth. I, I think siren head is in our basement. So it's Steve and Steve's friends, you know, all standing in Owen's room. And Owen pretends to be extra brave and is like, 
All right, I'll go down and investigate. Like, I'll get to the bottom of this. So Owen starts confidently walking down the stairs towards the source of the noise. And sure enough, right, it was getting louder and louder as they got close to the basement. And Steve was like, don't go down there. I don't know what's down there. And Owen's like, don't worry about it. I'm just going to go check it out. And sure enough, Owen opens the door to the basement, walks down it, and, like, closes, slams the door. And, like, you know, Steve and his friends were kind of confused. And at that point, Owen starts going, Steve, Steve, help me! As if, like, I don't know, Siren Head was trying to get him or something. So at this point, right, Steve and his friends are like, ah! So eventually, like, Steve is trying to figure out, like, do we run? Do we do something? And Steve's like, I I can't let him. We have to go down. So sure enough, Steve and his friends go down there. And they start venturing down. The basement is completely, like, dark. And, you know, because the thing is, the light switch is in a really unfortunate position. The light switch is all the way down in the basement, which is, like, just kind of, like, crappy design. But, like, hey, man, not much you can do. So they're going down into the dark basement with the sounds of Siren Head as loud as they possibly could be. And no sound of Owen, no sighting of Owen. And Steve and his friends are just down there, and they're kind of, like, cowering. And then all of a sudden, bah! Steve did, uh, not Steve, Owen jumps out. He's like, gotcha! Next time, don't hog the computer, bro. Subscribe if you haven't already. Leave a like on the video and then click one of the four videos on screen right now if you want to support the channel. Today we have a story time sent in by a subscriber of when his little cousin actually thought that Huggy Wuggy was not just real in real life, but also was actually after him. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. Leave a like on the video to claim your free nothing and let's just jump right into it. So we're going to call the subscriber Miles, and I got that name from the comments, so leave a comment of a name you'd like me to use, and comment it a few times as I'll have a better chance of actually seeing it and using it. Anyways, right, so this story comes from the subscriber who we're calling Miles, and so right, Miles has this cousin, and this cousin is the Minecraft kid, because it's kind of unrelated to the story, but a little mini story is his cousin actually like had to have his entire computer taken away for an entire week because when his mom said, hey, it's time for you to go to bed, he stayed up for the entire night playing Minecraft. And the only reason his mom knows this is she had to get up to go to the bathroom at like four in the morning and she saw like she heard noise coming from, you know, the the cousin's room and she goes in there and sure enough, he's playing Bed Wars or something. So that's why he was kind of known in the family as the Minecraft kid. But anyways, right, Miles, a subscriber, his aunt, aka you know, the, the mother of his cousin asked him very politely, like, hey, I know this is kind of a, like an ask, but this Saturday I'm going to need you to come over and just just watch over him. I have to be out. I will pay you $20, so it'll be worth your time. But, you know, I'll pay you $20 and just come and watch him. He's really like no problem at all. He'll probably just sit there playing Minecraft anyway, so you'll be fine. And so, you know, Miles, the subscriber, yeah, there's some other things he wants to do, but hey, he's got to get that bag, and I do respect that, and I I understand where he's coming from, and he also wants to be good to his aunt. You always got to be there for family, if you know what I mean. But anyways, right, so on that Saturday, sure enough, Miles is dropped off by his mom, and he goes in, and the aunt of his cousin's like, oh, Miles, thank you so much for coming. I really, really appreciate you doing this. Like, I know it's a big ask to take away, you know, your Saturday, at least for the day itself. And Miles said, hey, it's really no big problem. I uh, appreciate you paying me, right? And she's like, of course, the least I can do. So anyway, she's like, Miles, oh, not, not Miles. It, we're just going to call him Minecraft, kid. 
the, the aunt goes, Minecraft kid, which is the cousin of Miles. Come down here and say hi to Miles. He's here. And the cousin actually runs down the stairs and is pretty happy to see Miles. And I don't know about you, but whenever family or just, you know, little kids or whatever who are really excited to see you and they come running down with these like big eyes. I don't know, man. It always makes me feel good. But anyways, right, Miles comes running out. He's like, oh, uh, dang it, I messed up the names again. It's not Miles running down, it's the cousin. We're gonna call the cousin Ben, because that's the standard name I use when I need a name real quick. So Ben is the Minecraft kid, aka the cousin. So Ben comes running down the stairs, he's like, oh, Miles, like, oh, I'm so excited to see you. Look what I did in Minecraft, I built this big, whatever, right? Etc. whatever happens. And sure enough, you know, Ben's mom is like, all right, thank you so much, Miles, for coming. Like, I, I gotta go now. And anyways, right, so Miles is kind of the de facto babysitter for the day. And they're kind of just instructed to chill here for most of the day. However, if they get bored, they're allowed to go to the park. So anyways, right, at first, uh, Miles and Ben, you know, they play a little Minecraft together. Miles doesn't really play that much himself, but, you know, he plays enough to be able to hold his own in the game. And obviously, Ben plays all the time. That's why he's also known as the Minecraft kid. But anyways, right, so Ben and Miles, they're playing a bit, but, you know... They just kind of get bored, or at least, I mean, Miles is down to do whatever because he's the babysitter. But, you know, Ben gets a little bit bored and he says, all right, you know, I'm kind of done with this. Do you want to go to the park? And let me just say that everything, uh, basically, it hits the fan at the park. What I'm trying to say is, like, things get bad at the park. That's when the story gets interesting. Miles could have avoided everything that's about to transpire if he just said, nah, we're staying here. But unfortunately, man, Miles did not say we're staying here. Instead, they went to the park. I mean, to be fair, Miles would have had no, no, no insight or no possibility to know how bad things were about to get or how crazy and like ridiculous things were about to get. Um, so he wouldn't have known. But like in retrospect, it, hindsight's twenty twenty or whatever the saying is. But anyways, so they get to the park. And the entire car ride over, Miles notices the Ben, his, his cousin, by the way, just in case you forgot the names. Miles, the subscriber, realizes that his little cousin Ben, is, he's just looking a little weird. He's looking like a little nervous. He's kind of like looking out kind of frantically. His eyes are darting out. His legs are kind of like dangling back and forth as kind of like a nervous little tick or something. And so Miles kind of looks at him as, you know, they're, you know, driving over. And, you know, Miles is like, hey, man, like, are you good? And so Miles kind of looks at him and says, hey, man, like, what's wrong? Like, what's good? Is everything all right? And, you know, Ben kind of looks up at him and he's kind of just thinking for a second. And, you know, Ben has this kind of nervous look and Miles is just like, all right, something's definitely up. And then eventually, you know, Ben says, all right, I'm just I'm just a little nervous that that uh, that this this creature is it's after me. Like, I, I, it's going to sound dumb, but. I think Huggy Wuggy is after me. Remember, Miles is in first grade. So this is not like some 17-year-old kid being like, oh no, Huggy Wuggy's gonna get me. So anyways, right, Miles just kind of like looks at him and says, Ben, you don't need to worry about that. Huggy Wuggy is not real. He's from a video game. And Ben's like, but my older brother, and he says his older brother's name, but too many names, I'm gonna mix them up. He's like, but my older brother showed me this video and said that, like, it was, like, real and it was from, like, the dark web and it's, like, a video of him, like, actually, I know he's in a video game, but apparently he's, like, based on real life and it's, like, this leaked video that, like, the CIA was trying to, like, keep under wraps. And at this point, right, Miles just kind of looks at Ben and is like, Ben, that story is so convoluted. Do you think either, one... 
that, you know, this big blue magical creature who's after you, apparently, is actually real, that the FBI wanted to keep secret but allowed to be a full-fledged video game and allowed the leak of a video on the dark web, or option two here, your brother made that up. And sure enough, Ben kind of looks at him and is like, yeah, I guess. But even then, Miles kind of had a feeling that, you know, Ben was not 100% on board, that while he did believe, you know, he did, like, he was, like, starting to see the issues, Miles could tell that Ben was still a little bit nervous, a little bit rattled. So Miles is like, all right, well, we're at the park, so don't even think about that, man. That's nothing to be worried about. And as they're getting out of the car is when everything just completely crumbles. Everything gets mad crazy. But before that, if you made it this far into the video, which I mean you did, you're listening to this, comment Huggy Wuggy down below. That's the secret word of the video. And I'm gonna be hearting a bunch of comments or as many as I can. Comment it maybe two, three, four plus times. Don't comment more than four times though. If you want a better chance of me actually seeing it and you getting a heart. And also while you're down there, if you haven't already, subscribe to the channel. Anyways, let's get back to the story. So right now, right, you know, Miles is in the driver's seat of the car and they park on like the parking lot or really close to the park. They're basically, they step out and they're in the park and Ben gets out of like his seat. He starts walking out and, you know, Miles is unbuckling his kind of buckle and about to get out of the car when he hears Miles scream, ah, at this point, right, you know, uh, not Miles, Ben screams, ah, and at this point, you know, Miles is like, oh my God, like what's happening? And then he looks at, he looks at Ben and Ben has this terrified look on his face. And Miles was genuinely scared because he's like, oh my God, like that's a look of like pure fear. Like what could have incited this in him? Like, w like what could he have seen to like have such a reaction? Because like, God damn, I'm scared myself. But then, you know, Ben follows it up from saying, ah, to saying, it's Hockey Wockey. He's after me. And then Ben sprints. And little kids are fast. And Ben was not just your average little kid. Ben, even though he sat around playing Minecraft all day, he was also extraordinarily fast. So Miles, after turning around to see what Ben was screaming at, turns back around to look where Ben was. He's not there. And he's like, very far away. He's already had like five seconds of sprinting on Miles. And Miles is like, no, 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 we're not doing this. I'm not losing this kid. So Miles gets out of the car. He unbuckles himself. He starts jogging over. He's like, Ben, stop running. I don't know what you saw, but it wasn't what you think. And he just hears in the distance, Ben going, ah. So Miles starts like jogging over. He's like, Ben, wait, stop running, stop. And at this point, right, you know, Ben goes around a corner. He's like, oh, shoot, like I lost sight of him. Because like, even if Ben was like running and he was pretty far away, as long as Miles had like at least eyes on him, eventually Ben would get burnt out, stop running, or at least stop being scared, or at least feel like he was far enough from away from whatever he's running from. But the second that like Ben turned that corner, you know, it... it it was just kind of a big risk. And at this point, right, Miles eventually jogs over, gets to the corner, turns around, looks, and Ben is just nowhere to be seen. And he's like, you gotta be kidding me. Because while Ben had access to a computer, obviously, to play Minecraft that much, he didn't have access to a phone. So Ben was kind of just out there without any connection and, you know, real no way for him to know. So at this point, right, uh, Miles was faced with kind of a two-way street or at least two directions, you know, Ben could have run. It was like one was going or not two-way street. There was two directions. He could have gone down the street or he could have gone left to this path. 
And Ben, uh, Miles is just looking at this like, I have a 50-50 shot of going down the right direction. And Ben's, uh, Miles is like, all right, screw it. I'm just going to choose one of these randomly. Thankfully, right, luck was on his side. A little spoiler. But anyways, right, so, you know, he decides to keep going down the street. Miles decides to keep going down the street. And it's like, all right, I just, I got to find Ben. He's like, Ben, he starts yelling. He's like, Ben, Ben, like, I- I'm here. Like, I don't know what you're screaming about, but trust me, it's nothing. And eventually, right, you know, as, you know, Miles is kind of jogging, he's like, Ben, Ben, where are you? Eventually, he sees Ben at the very end of the road. And, you know, he starts going up. He's like, Ben, like, you, you can't run off like that. And then he realizes that Ben is in the yard of some random person. He's not just in the yard of some random person. He has locked himself within the fence of some random person. And at this point, right, you know, he runs up to him. He's like, Ben, you got to get out of there. That's someone's house. And Ben looks at him. He's like, how do I not know you're huggy-wuggy in disguise? And at this point, right, Miles just has this look on his face like, you got to be kidding me, bro. You you cannot be serious. And so Miles is like, all right, I obviously got to play along with this. He's like, all right, how can I prove that I'm not actually huggy-wuggy? And Ben kind of looks at him like, uh, 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 what's my middle name? And for a second, Miles was like, oh, shoot, I actually don't know this kid's middle name. And he's like, uh, and Ben gives him this look like, if you don't get it, you're actually huggy-wuggy, right? Which is completely illogical, but whatever, right? He's a first grader. And Miles is like, shoot, 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 shoot. But then for some reason, he remembers, you know, Miles' like mother, or no, Ben's mother, recalling the story of when she caught Ben, like, playing video games at 4.30 in the morning. And during the story, she said that she called out to Ben, Ben Jonathan Jordan, because that's like his full name or whatever, or we're just, it's a random name, but Ben Jonathan Jordan, what are you doing at this hour? And it's like, as he remembered that, right, you know, Miles was like, Jordan. Wait, I think I said Jonathan. He's like, Jonathan. And then he looks and Ben looks at him like, you're actually my cousin. Like, oh my God, he unlocks himself and he goes in for like a big hug and he's like kind of crying. At this point, right, you know, know, the subscriber's feeling kind of bad. He's like, all right, like this was ridiculous, but he's like, you know what, Ben, don't worry about it. Let's just walk back to the car. And as they're walking back to the car, you know, the subscriber's just kind of looking around. Miles is just kind of looking around like what could have set him off. And as he's getting to the car, he looks in the store window and he sees that there's like construction being done within the store and there's this big blue tarp. So apparently when Miles was like, or not Miles, when Ben was kind of like freaking out about like, oh, Huggy Wuggy's going to get him. He just kind of like got out of the car and looked briefly at the door window and he saw this big kind of dark blue thing blob and then he turned away super quickly to run away. That's essentially what at least Miles was thinking. He didn't want to ask Ben just in case the slight chance Ben looks at it. It's like, oh my God, it's Huggy Wuggy. And then runs away again and he has to do the whole thing again because he's he's not, he's not doing that again, bro. That's just simply not happening. That's just not happening, dude. So anyways, they get in the car and, you know, Ben is just like, hey, I'm so sorry. And Miles is like, dude, don't worry about it. Let's just go home. Let's play some Minecraft. Let's just do something chill. So if you remember the beginning of the story, or kind of towards the middle, when Ben explained to Miles why he thought Huggy Wuggy was real and about to get him, he explained that it was his older brother that made up this tale and told him. And the thing is, right, Miles was kind of mad because, like, he had to, like, he was this close to losing Ben and he barely got him back. So when Ben's mom's got back, the aunt or whatever, 
you know, Miles decided to have a little chat with her, being like, don't get mad at Ben, you know, he didn't know any better. And then he went on to explain that it was Ben's brother and told him everything. And the aunt and, you know, Ben's mom slash the aunt's like, oh, well, that's very interesting. He will be having a talking to when he gets back. And so Miles walks out. He's like, hey, he looks at Ben. Ben's like, I'm so sorry again. And Miles just looks at him like, dude, don't worry about it. Also, by the way, I don't think your brother will be telling you tall tales like that anytime soon. Subscribe if you haven't already. Now go click on one of the videos on screen right now if you'd like to support the channel. Bye. Today thanks. we got a story time of a Minecraft kid who thinks the back rooms are actually real and it's a serious danger and threat to everyone. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. Sit back, relax, leave a like on the video to claim your free nothing, and let's get right into it. So we're going to call the subscriber who sent in today's story, we're going to call him Will. I got that name from the comment section down below, so if you want me to use a name, either your name, your friend's name, your dog's name, basically any name that you like, if you want me to use it in a future video, just leave it down below in the comment section. And I'll definitely make sure to go through and find and look at those. And I mean, I use those names in the comments of all the or the names of all the videos. But anyways, right. So Will told me the story about, you know, this was actually quite recent. So if you don't know, a pretty viral video came out or set of videos where someone made a very realistic, uh, like kind of like movie type short film about the back rooms, which if you don't know, it's like an old internet legend that like, if you're not really careful, or if you're really unlucky, you can quote unquote, no clip, which is like in a video game where you like clip through a wall, you can no clip out of reality into the back rooms, which is like these repeating, really dark, musky kind of, uh, this kind of like dark, musky, repeating setup office type rooms where these like monsters live. It was a really great short film that was based on that, uh, based on that kind of like internet mystery or whatever. And when it came out, right, it was like they made it really realistic. I mean, obviously, it's it's as realistic as a fantasy horror like a house made film would be, correct? But at the same time, they did a really good job. However, recently. The subscriber, Will, said that his friend, who was definitely a Minecraft kid, saw the videos and believed that they were 100% real. This is kind of giving me vibes of, like, uh, I don't know, Salem Witch Trials, or not Salem Witch Trials, the, uh, what's it called? The movie called The Blair Witch Project, where when they released it back in 1999, before the internet was as, like, normalized as it is now they made it like as if it was a found footage and that like what was going on was actually real and people kind of did believe it this is kind of a similar situation so let's just jump right into it anyways right so pretty recently will was just in class and he was just sitting there one day and he was friends with this kid who played like a little bit too much minecraft and you know that's definitely not a bad thing as it's the background footage for this video but you know will was just sitting in class one day and the kid that he always played bed wars with he came in he came in panting and sweating and just looked at will with these like wide wide eyes and he just like looked back he's like man are you good and the minecraft kid's like will we need to talk at recess today and will was like genuinely concerned like will was genuinely worried for like what is going on like why is this kid freaking out why does he feel as if like he needs to talk to me at recess like did something really bad happen? because it looks like something really bad happened from the looks of this like it's just it's kind of freaking him out to be honest Anyways, right after class, you know, it's recess, so Will goes and finds the Minecraft kid and is like, hey man, like, what's wrong? And he's like, I can't talk to you here about this. We need to go over there. And he points to kind of a more deserted corner of, like, the playground. And Will's like, alright, like, 
cool, I guess. I'm a little worried because I don't know what's going on and it just kind of feels a little weird, but I cool enough, I guess. And the kid's like, all right, bro, come over here. And he said, like, Will's like really kind of freaking out. He's kind of, he feels kind of weird about the whole thing. And, and the Minecraft kid says, man, I got to warn you about something. What do you know about the back rooms? And at this point, right, Will had no idea what the back rooms were. Because, you know, Will's on the internet. I mean, he watches this channel. But I guess he just didn't get recommended that video. And he also hasn't been on the internet long enough to kind of know about the the internet horror. Because it's, like, a pretty popular internet horror story. Like, I knew about the back rooms way before that short film came out. Just because I've been on the internet for a while. And I'm pretty immersed with the culture on here. If I don't, if I do say so myself. And he's like, Will you got to be really careful. And he's like, dude, what are you talking to me? He's like, whatever you do, don't no clip out of reality. And Will kind of looked at him because like at the end of the day, right, Will wasn't totally sure what the back rooms were before, you know, he actually did a little research after this whole story goes down and before he sent this in to me. But he knew what like clipping, like no clipping out of some, like out of the, the framework of a video game was. And he was like, dude, what are you even talking about? He's like, bro, you got to trust me on this. If you know clip out of reality, you'll be sent to the back rooms and it's just repeating office space forever and there's no escape, man. And if you're not careful, they're creatures. They're creatures that roam the back rooms. And at this point, right, Will's like, all right, bro, like, I think I've had enough of this conversation. I've heard what I've needed to hear. Like, okay, buddy. So anyways, right, you know, the Minecraft kid's like, all right, man, just know I warned you. And, you know, they go back to class or, you know, the bell rings and they go back to class. And Will's just kind of weirded out by all this. And he's looking over at the Minecraft kid. And the Minecraft kid is not even focusing in class. He's, like, too paranoidly looking around, afraid that he's, like, about to no-clip out of reality, whatever that's even supposed to mean. And the teacher's, like, kind of going on and on about something. He's like, and then, you know... The square root of X plus, or whatever, right? He's just kind of going on. And then all of a sudden, right, Will, the subscriber, sees the Minecraft kid out of the corner of his eye, get out of his seat, and run up towards the front of the classroom. And at this point, Will was like, oh my god, what's going on? And Will, or not Will, the Minecraft kid tackles the teacher just out of nowhere. And the teacher was kind of like holding on to something and whatever was in his hand flew out of his hand. And like the whole class kind of was like, like kind of gasped a little bit and then started like talking. And, and the Minecraft kid was like, oh my God, that was a close one. I just saved your life. And the teacher kind of pushed him off of him. He's like, what are you doing? What are you thinking? And the Minecraft kid was said, the teacher was like, you were, you were, I swear, you were about to, you were about to no clip, you were about to go to the back rooms. And then just like pure silence afterwards. And the teacher's like, what? And my craft kid's like, I can't explain it, but I just saved your life. Imagine going up to someone saying, I can't explain it, but I just saved your life. So you should be nice to me. Like you should feel good. Like imagine I just go up to someone, like touch their shoulder and be like, you don't understand it, man, but I just saved your life. No, 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 no. You don't understand it. Like, you don't even try and understand, man. You just don't understand. But I just saved your life. So if I were you, I would just be, like, super nice to me. Maybe even give me, like, 25 bucks or whatever money's in your pocket. Just because I saved your life, which I think is worth so much more than whatever whatever's in your pocket, man. So I, it would just be the least you could do, you know? Like, I'm not about to go up and do that to someone. And, and the teacher's just, like, looks at him. Kind of with this, like, weird look and just, like, silence for a little bit. And he's like... I don't know what just happened. I really don't know what just happened. 
uh, but just go sit back down and I don't want to hear any more of this backroom nonsense. Like, just, just sit down. Like, I'm, I'm not going to send you the principles. I don't know why, but this is just too weird. Sit back down. Don't say anything. Don't speak up in class. And, and the Minecraft kid, like, gets up and he walks back. And, and, and Will, the subscriber, is looking at him like, dude, what are you Are you insane? Are you good? And the Minecraft kid looks over at him and kind of leans over because he's sitting right next to him. He's like, bro. The teacher was about to no-clip out of reality. He doesn't understand it, but I just saved his life. And at this point, Will just looks at him with this this kind of just this blank look of this astonishment. Just, is this my friend? Is my friend okay? By the way, if you made it this far into the video, comment back rooms down below. That's one word, back room, and then with a S, plural, back room or back rooms, actually. Comment either of them. I just like to see how many people made it this far into the video. But anyways, right, the end of class happens, and the teacher looks at the Minecraft kid and basically signals him to come up and talk to him. But Will has no idea what the teacher told, like said to the Minecraft kid, because by that time, Will had already left the classroom. He's like, all right, well, most likely, and, and most likely the, the teacher was like, are you okay? Like, what happened in there? And also, you can't do that, like, in general. Like, you just can't do that. Um, and, and anyways, right, so the, Will, the subscriber, he's walking down the hallway, and he's walking to the next class. And probably by this time, the Minecraft kid gets out of the class. Like, Will doesn't know that at the time, but using this logic and what is about to happen, which is quite interesting, he just puts two and two together, and the Minecraft kid probably came out about that time. And in front of him, right, is a pretty long hallway, and a door opens to a classroom. And it's kind of a, it's a classroom that has the same, like, kind of like, these kind of like dingy yellow lights, like kind of lights that are kind of like office type, type fluorescent type lights, similar to what it looks like in the back rooms. And sure enough, right, the walls are kind of like, the wallpaper is kind of this yellow. It was bad interior design, but obviously, right, it wasn't, it wasn't actually the back rooms. It was like just really like crappy design it just looked ugly but anyways right will the subscriber was kind of walking towards the end of the room or the end of the hall and he wasn't going into that room specifically but he did see like the room exist like he just did notice it and he didn't think much of it until he heard a screaming coming from behind him and sure enough right it was the Minecraft kid who also saw this. And it's weird because, like, this classroom wasn't new. If anything, it was probably pretty old. But I guess the Minecraft kid was just on high alert to look for, like, no clips into the back room. And the second he saw a classroom that had kind of, like, you know, bad, crappy wallpaper and, like, bad, crappy lighting, he was like, oh, my God, man. It's the back rooms. The portals opened up. Just, like, something crazy like that. And, like, he sees kids walking to it because they have a class there, man. It's this normal classroom, bro. And they have a classroom there. I mean, they have a class. Of course they're going to walk there. And he starts shouting, no, don't go in there. It's a trap. And at this point, right, all the kids in the hallway start to turn around and just kind of look at, you know, what's going on. And, and by the way, this the subscriber who sent this in, he's in third grade. So this is not like a 10th grader thinking the back rooms are actually real. Just a clarification. But anyways, he's like, no, don't go back there. It's a trap. It's the back rooms. They've opened up. And at this point, right, people are just kind of looking around like, huh? Like, bro, what are you saying? And like, 
there's a couple people that are about to walk into the classroom who aren't turning around looking at this kid screaming. And the Minecraft kid's like, no, and sprints down the hallway. And Will, the subscriber, says he's never seen this kid run this fast, like has never probably seen anyone run this fast. He just like lightning bolt sprints down the hallway, jumps in front of the people and kind of knocks them over, almost like he's tackling them in football. It's, it's, it's crazy. He's like, I just saved your life. Why didn't you listen to me? Don't go into that room. It's a trap. And, and the teacher who's teaching a class in that room walks out after hearing all this commotion is like, guys, what's going on? What is going on out here? At this point, right, there's this guy who has watched the whole thing go down and listened to everything. And the, and the Minecraft kid is, like, talking to, uh, you know, the kids on the ground who he's tackled. He's like, I just saved you from entering the back rooms. You almost no-clipped out of reality. At this point, like, this kid, right, that I just mentioned a second ago is like, back rooms, no-clipped out of reality. And he looks at the Minecraft kid and he's like, you don't think the back rooms are actually real, right? And, 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 the, and the Minecraft kid's like, bro, I thought the same thing as you. I thought it was just, like, funny business. But then I saw these videos on the internet that are real live footage from 1980s. There was a film student, and he recorded the whole thing, and someone just got the footage and uploaded it. And the kid looked at him like, bro. He's like, dude, you do realize, right, that was, like, a film project that was made recently. At this point, the Minecraft kid's like, bro, what are you talking about? Like, you could literally see the footage. It had a time. It had a date on it. It was 1980s, right? It was a film. It was like, a, it was a college kids. They're doing a film project. And then one of them, no, clipped into the back room. And then the camera was sent all the way. And they started, like, listening to what he was saying. He's like, the camera was sent all the way out of the back rooms, falling and... And then the other kid who, like, was just looking at him like, okay... He's starting to get it. He's starting to get it. And at this point, the Minecraft kid is starting to have a realization that not everything on the internet is real life. And he just looks at the people on the ground like, go about your day, guys. And he gets up. The Minecraft kid's like, all right, my bad. Go about your day. Minecraft kid gets up, starts walking away. And the teacher's like, hold it. Hold it one second. Did you just tackle these kids? And the kids on the ground were like, I mean, I, I guess. <laughs> like, he kind of did. And at this point, the teacher's like, explain yourself and at this point the minecraft kid's like well i and then the minecraft kid was really struggling to talk because he realized he has to explain to the teacher that he was trying to save these students from entering a new dimension full of evil beasts which was her classroom apparently subscribe now go watch another video there's some on screen some that are recommended go watch one i'll be very happy goodbye